0: you're never gonna make it you're not good enough there's a million other people with the same stuff you really think you're different and you must be kidding think you're gonna hit it but you just don't get it it's impossible it's not probable you're responsible too many obstacles you gotta stop it though you gotta take it slow you can't be a pro no it's your time no more who the fuck are you to tell me what to do i don't give a damn if you say you disapprove i'm gonna make my move i'm gonna make it soon good morning ladies and gentlemen this is the 16 ounce podcast right now i'm solo duvet will be here shortly all kind of running behind today. I got pulled over on my way here. It was a disaster. I stopped and helped somebody get unstuck out of their driveway because we're getting hit with an ice storm. And then I get pulled over. It was just, we're all just running behind today. But, uh, I'm Jay. I hope everyone is staying warm and whatnot. Uh... earlier but for right now I'm 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 rocking solo DeVay should be here shortly. But uh in the meantime hope everyone's day is going well. Hope everything hope you guys have some fun plans for the weekend. Um uh, I mean I'm sure we'll get into it but we got tonight we got a UFC card and we got Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. I know a lot of people are uh, hoping that Tommy wins, but I'm, I'm one of the people that does not want him to win. I'm going to be honest. I want Jake Paul to knock his shit clean out. Um, but before we do that, I am just sharing... the podcast real quick um but in the meantime we are brought to you by ghu game station um these guys are still out here rocking parties in the middle of winter there's ice storm i think they just had the trailer out yesterday it was like freezing it it's been cold here in new york the last couple days it's we've been getting slaughtered with uh cold weather and these guys are still out here you know throwing events throwing parties the whole nine so that um, kids can have fun. Adults, too. Uh, it not, and this is, like, the perfect time. I mean, it's always a perfect time for it. But right now, like, you don't, you know, it's snowing out and then it's warm. So, you know, mud's getting tracked through the house. You got, you know, 10, 15 kids running throughout the house. And, you know, as parents, we don't mind cleaning up the mess because we're having fun. But to save the headache why not have the game station pull up to your house they set everything up and open up the door and then the kids go in and play all the games they got in there you know playstation xbox uh nes they i mean they got literally everything um thousands of games and plus you help support local community um I've known BJ for a few years, and I'll tell you what, man, he's one. Him him and Prazer are two of the most down-to-earth people. And what they got going on and things they're doing, man, they deserve it all. So make sure to check them out at uh, GameHeadsUnited.com to find uh, the GHU prices. Or you can um, check them out on Facebook at GHU Game Station. So, yeah. Um, With that being said... Uh, as I was saying before, so I'm I'm on the train of, I want Tommy Fury to lose. I I don't know. His first fight, his first professional fight, and I'm not going to get too deep into this because I want to conversate with Duvet about this a little bit, but his first professional fight <clears throat> was against a guy who was 10, 102, and 3. I mean, I know you got to start somewhere, but I don't know. I don't know. But we'll, I'll get into that later. Um, let me look up the event last night. I'll talk about this because um, I got caught a little bit of it yesterday. Uh, the BKFC. I don't know how many people really pay attention to that. I would like to know how many people pay attention to it, how many people watch it. Uh, if you do, if you don't, um, I just want to know if it's something worth talking about. Um, if it's something you guys like listening to, like if you guys like the BKFC stuff, uh, I know we had a new champion last night in BKFC heavyweight. I'm just trying to find the um, the results for it. <clears throat> Here we go. It's cool. If you want to watch BKFC, BKFC app is where it's at. Download that. Fights are dirt cheap too. Compare like I think like. Uh, I think the card yesterday was like $7.99 or something like that. Probably came to like 9 bucks after tax depending on where you live. Uh But we all start from the bottom. Um a lot of these fights, man. I mean, two guys made their debut. Or sorry, one guy made his debut last night and he won. Uh, at 175 in the middleweight class, they had a draw. That I did not watch. Two guys. I'll have to go back and rewatch the whole card, to be honest. Um, I watched, I watched the main event, and I watched the – which one did I watch? I watched the main event, not the co-main, but the co-co-main, and then the one underneath that. But, uh, started out with a win. Let's see, we're... So, for the first fight, Frankie Sugar versus Michael Mano. Frankie did not. Total punches thrown was 40 for Frankie. Total punches thrown for Michael was 120. Frankie landed five punches. Michael landed 40. My God. Uh, they threw zero body shots <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Michael had five knockdowns. So, I mean, he won that with, with basically ease. Um, I don't know. I won't bore you guys with that stuff. I Like I said, I don't know if you're interested. If you are, let me know. DM me, DM, you know. Write it in the page. Leave a comment. Uh, however you contact me or Duvet or how, whatever you want to do. Just um, let me know if that's stuff you want to talk about. I do want to talk about... I really thought... So when BKFC came to New York, Salamanca, me and a bunch of buddies went. And... Uh, I watched Arnold Adams beat Joey Beltran, which I didn't think was going to happen. And then, to top it off, Arnold Adams is a really downer dude. So is Joey Beltran. They're both really great people. After after the fights, they were um, the UFC fights were on at the bar in the casino. All the fighters came down. The ref, uh, David Feldman, is. I, I'll tell you what, David Feldman. He is the president. Of BKFC. He is one of the nicest human beings ever. And he he's just when I got this actually he it, talking to him was a lot of fun because when we got to talk to him he was just he didn't really want to have a lot of conversation, but that's understandable because he's talking to all his fighters and that's the thing is like he came down after Hanging out with all regular normal people, but he's going around talking to all his fighters, winners, losers. It doesn't matter. He was talking to everybody, talking to the refs, talking to the uh, to the judges. He was talking to um, the uh, commentators. He's talking to everybody. He's just a really cool guy, man. I I like David Feldman a lot. Um, and he he's just. I mean, if you ever watch the weigh-ins, man, if things go south or. A few months ago, I forget who it was, but two guys got into a fight. They had their scheduled fight, somebody stepped in the ring, and then they started fighting. And David Feldman came in and literally tackled this motherfucker to the ground and held him on the ground. David Feldman might have a little might have a little action in him too. Maybe someday we'll see if we get him to step in there. That'd be a lot of fun. Him versus Dana White. Excuse me. I don't know if they're in the same weight class because Dana's big as shit. Feldman's tall and skinny. But, uh, so on to this. Sorry for that whole ramble. But, uh, Arnold Adams, I really, that watching him, the way he beat Joey Beltran, I think was, I don't want to say dominant fashion, but he looked really good. Um, and it, the fight was was a lot of fun. Uh, to look at this, I'm just trying to see the fight results. Or the stats, sorry. Um, Alan Belcher, who won last night, he beat Arnold Adams for the heavyweight title. Threw 96 punches, landed 50 of them. Arnold threw 138, landed 70 of them. Uh Arnold had three knockdowns, and Allen had one. And that was about all she wrote. Uh Allen Belcher. I mean, these heavyweights are nasty in general. But... I don't know, man. If you've never watched a BKFC event... Uh... I would recommend it on a personal level. I, I oh, And I got the hiccups. I enjoy watching it. Uh, some of these guys really show great hiccups. Some of these guys show great um, boxing skills, man. I don't know if they have enough to be professional boxers. Some of them are. Damn it. I don't know where these hiccups are coming from. But uh, yeah, I mean, these some of these heavyweights, I mean, they respect each other's power. But in the BKFC, you have no choice but to engage in in, in combat, right? I mean, you're in a you're in a squared circle. Uh, that's what they like to call it. And, uh, I mean, the ring's small. It's not big at all. When you put two heavyweights in there, man, it's, it's even smaller. So you have no choice but to engage in, in, in combat. And, uh, I mean, these guys are lightning fast. These heavyweights are just different. Um, in the BKFC, they're really fun to watch. I mean, all the fights are, um, the lightweight fight I did not watch um, the one I do want to talk about though, because this fight was there were a lot of punches thrown in this fight uh between Joseph Creer and Avery Duke Sensley uh Avery threw 219 punches and Joe threw 168 landed 114 which is pretty damn accurate. And uh Avery threw 219 and landed 128 which is still pretty damn accurate for throwing 219 punches. Um but these guys, I mean they were in the clinch. They were destroying each other's bodies punched to the head the whole nine and it was for me that was probably the fight of the night in my opinion um even these guys are big though for their light for the light heavyweight I mean 6'3 185 is are are some big boys um but they both made their BKFC debut and sensely just ah uh, it, it, he he's so fast for a light heavyweight i mean the 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 weight divisions in the BKFC are a little different like i said light heavyweight you guys are probably thrown off by me saying 185 for light heavyweight but um god damn are they quick and I know not having gloves on makes a difference, but man. I don't know. Um, there's been a lot of stuff going on. I don't want to get into the juicy stuff until Duvet shows up. But, I mean, we've had some good weekends. Uh, fight fans were spoiled. Absolutely spoiled. With uh, Islam versus Volk fight. Which like I said I'm not gonna get in, in that now. Um until Duvet gets here, but that I don't know. I think that was uh that was kind of crazy. Um like I guess I'm just trying not to I don't wanna go into the into the deep stuff. But uh I mean we got some I mean, Ultimate Fighter is getting ready to start. Um, I'm behind two episodes on the Power Slap League, which, listen, we don't have to call that a combat sport, which I will, because I know there's some people that say it's not, but that definitely is. There's a lot that goes into that. I mean, yeah, we can all slap somebody, but to be able to put that much torque and power behind a slap to fucking flatline somebody is absolutely insane. Uh, just, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to... I mean, it's Dana White, and obviously he can renew as many seasons as he wants. I know the numbers keep dropping every week for that, but I I, I feel like he'll have a season two... Uh, but, I don't know. I guess we got to finish seeing how season one goes. The, let me see if I can find it. How many views does... So the debut drew just under 300K on average views. Um... The second episode had 413,000 viewers, which, I mean, isn't bad, right? I mean, I just feel like with the Power Slap stuff, I feel like it's meant to be more underground, like it was to start. Uh, You know, you've seen the highlight clips and stuff like that, Ric Flair there with Offset and all them guys. Um. Dana White's been to a couple of them uh I'm just trying to look at the views 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 views, of course, this article's not gonna tell me, but so debut at three hundred k then the following week had four hundred and thirteen um. But I think the problem is, is I, I'm not big into this stuff, and this is where Duvet could kind of, you know, I'll bring it up later. But uh, what up, D? Son of a bitch. Um, with the Power Slab League, it's just like they're competing with the AEW, and I, I don't watch wrestling. I'm not really don't I don't really watch much TV. The time I watch TV is late night weekends and that's why I watch a lot of UFC boxing the whole night. Um or during football season I I'm 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 Bills season ticket holder so I go to the Bills games. Uh but during times like this I don't I don't really watch much TV. I'm either at work or I'm spending time with the wife and kids, so it's like I wait till they go to bed and then I watch what I watch combat sports cuz combat sports are on late. So with with them trying to compete with AEW, I feel like it's just not a good, like, it's not a good tactic. I think Dana White thought this was going to bring in way more viewers just because um, he's Dana White, right? And when you see Dana White, you know it's connected to the UFC, blah, 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 blah. But, however, I just feel like it, he might either have to... Change the day, the time, Uh maybe even what channel it's on. I mean, it's on TBS, but I feel like I don't know. I there's I think he's got to make some changes to it. Uh, but I know it's only season one. Nobody really knew how it was gonna go. Um, and Dana White brought it to light because. You know, you'd be on Facebook or TikTok or YouTube and you can check out all the other underground stuff. And it had a lot of viewers, had a lot of followers, a lot of stuff like that. But when you bring it to TV, I feel like you bring the not many people. A lot of people think that stuff is scripted, right? Um, I don't think the Power Slap League is scripted. Because uh, when you see those motherfuckers get hit, I mean, they're like eyes rolled back, stiffened. You can't, you can't fake that stuff. It's just not possible. It's really not. Um, however, I just feel like the underground scene is where is where it lies. There's a lot of people that like that underground feel. And now that it's kind of like surfaced, um, not many people enjoy it. And it's kind of like the BKFC, right? A lot of people, I know a lot of people used to watch the Kimbo Slice backyard fights, right? Like that's where Jorge Masvidal was found, was on the backyard bare knuckle fighting. Uh, and, And when Kimbo Slice caught a lot of traction, that caught a lot of traction. And then obviously years later... Because the BKFC has only been around like five years, I think. Um, that's kind of like a lot of people rather watch it on YouTube in someone's backyard than in a controlled environment. I personally believe that uh, it's better in a controlled environment simply because anyone that's ever been in a street fight, yeah, you know, you're in a fight for your life, obviously. But there are moments sometimes where like if you lay somebody out, yeah, you don't care because now you gotta go because you don't know if someone called the cops, you don't know what's happening. So there's a lot of dangerous things that could happen. Um and I feel like in a controlled environment is the best bet because you have medical staff the whole night to take care of people. Um it is what it is. Uh A D, have fun, man. Let me know how it goes. I can't wait to go tonight to Buffalo on tap, dude. Enjoy. I wish we were going to the same one, uh the same time slot, but have fun, man. Um I don't know. I just feel like controlled environments are the way to go. Yeah, it's 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 fun. Like a lot of people like street beefs. Them guys were just, you know. They were getting like ten, fifteen thousand viewers, and then that caught traction. And TikTok came around, and and they jumped on the TikTok train, and now they've blown up to like forty, fifty thousand viewers. And they have medical staff on standby. I don't know if they're professionals, but I know they are trained medical staff, and they fight literally in the backwoods. <laughs> um. Or they fight in people's backyard, like they've set up rings. I, I don't know, but street beefs is fun, uh, simply because you just have people that have beef with each other. Or there's, you know, they have their little ranking system with championship belts that they decided to do. Um, I don't know. I enjoy it because it's just funny sometimes, man, you, you know, there are some people that do know how to fight. They go in there and, you know, they just like to fight and that's what they want to do. A lot of these fighters started, you know, street fighting or underground, whatever you want to, you know, call it. Um, some of your favorite UFC fighters were like that. So, you know, for them, it's just kind of like – uh it is what it is. And I think street beefs is fun to watch sometimes too, because them fucking guys, man, they'll put, they'll put two people, man. Like if you and, and, you know, some guy had beef and you could get the street beefs, they would let you go into the ring with boxing gloves on. Or if you guys wanted MMA rules, they would let you go with MMA gloves on and you guys could duke it out with refs and shit like that. And this way nobody gets seriously hurt. You know, you don't, clip somebody kill him and the next thing you know you're looking at a fucking life sentence Um, But I've seen some where there's like two girls duking it out that like hate each other for whatever reason and then they go in there and they just start slapping the shit out of each other Um, and then there's some really good fights man where guys actually have some skill and you'd like to see them take it elsewhere so I don't know like I said I think controlled environments are definitely way better uh, for the safety of everybody but I think some underground stuff is left to be underground, and that might be the power slap league. It might be better left untouched. But now, I mean, Dana White's in it, right? He, he's got his hand in the bucket, and he's either going to make the sport to where those guys will end up getting paid a lot of money, or he's going to ruin the sport um, where those guys will still make the same amount of money and I feel like some of these guys he's got on here, I mean, yeah, they're all really good, right? They could all probably flatline us with a slap. However, uh I don't know. I just feel I don't know how I feel about the power slap league. I watch it, but like I, I don't know. It's not like it's not like every week it comes on, I'm like, oh man, I gotta sit down and watch this. I've like I said, I'm behind two episodes now. By the time I get down to sitting down to watch it, I'll probably be three, four episodes deep that I got to catch up on. It's interesting. I'd rather watch UFC for sure. I'd rather watch boxing. I'd rather watch BKFC. Uh, I I watch Eagle FC. I watch, you know, Game Bread. I'd rather watch all that stuff. Uh, Like I said, it's just simply more... Entertaining. The slap box league, the power slap league is just, I don't know. To me, it just seems, um, I don't know how to put it. To me, it just seems more, uh, I don't even really know the word I'm looking for, to be honest with you. I'm drawing a blank on a word that I'm looking for, but it's interesting, it's different, it gives you something to watch in the middle of the week, Um, because I think Dana White's contender series aren't, Uh, are the Dana White contender series running? I don't think so. Dana White Contender Series is not running at the moment. So, when does that... Are they... I don't know.
1: Um...
0: trying to see I don't know I don't know if they're doing a season seven of the dinner White contender series I haven't heard nothing about it um however I'm assuming if they're gonna start up they'll probably start up towards the summertime because I believe they usually start in August so we'll we'll see about that time frame uh but when that comes on, the Power Slap League will be over. I'm assuming it'll be over by then. I don't. I can't imagine it goes on for another f- four months. Um, with that, though, I mean, then we got the Ultimate Fighter, which I think is on Wednesdays. Power Slap League is on Tuesdays. The Ultimate Fighter is on, I think, Wednesday nights. And then, obviously, the UFC and stuff is always on Saturdays. Uh, BKFC, they don't... The one thing I like about the BKFC, and I know I'm going back to this, but they... If there's no UFC event on a Saturday, they'll put a fight on Saturday. But if there's f- events on Saturdays, they put their fights on Friday nights. They're not trying to. They're literally not trying to compete with anybody, and that's what I like about them too. Is like, they're not here to compete. They're here just to do entertainment, and I think it's working out wonderful for them. They're and I just they're and they're making moves, signing big names, and and bringing people in. And I, you know, I think even though Paige Van Zant didn't have a successful career in it. Um, they they brought her in, and a lot of people followed just because it was Paige. And I feel like that kind of made the move. They heard how much money she made from it, and then a lot of UFC fighters were like, hmm, well, maybe I'll dabble in it when my time is up. And then you get people that are just going over and, and trying to do their best, and Getting hit with a bare hand obviously is way different than with a glove on, whether it's four ounces, six ounces, 12 ounces, whatever you want to call it. And I just feel like now they see where the money is, and they can. Most of those guys go over there and they make way more money in one fight than they do in their entire career like Mike Perry. He's ha- he's doing great over there. He's got a fight coming up. I don't know if his opponent was m- announced. Um Let's see. Um I know he has a fight coming up. April twenty ninth, but I don't know if his opponent was announced, honestly. Let me check the BKFC <clears> at. <throat> um His his fight w his whoever he's fighting hasn't been announced yet. So but he's got a fight coming up. Who else did I just see? Um, Chad Mendez has a fight coming up. Ben Rothwell has a fight coming up. They're all on the same card on April 29th in Denver. So if you're in Denver or close to it, I would 100% check that out. Um, because, one, you'll get to see... Three former UFC guys fight. But I just think the events are fun in general. Like I said, when we went two years ago now, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And then like I said, you get to, you, there's a good chance you get to hang out and meet the guys. Like we talked to Joey Beltran. Uh we got to sit and chat with Chris Lights out Lytle, who's a commentator. Um We got to talk to just a whole bunch of people, guys I've never even heard of before, and they were all, like, super down-to-earth people. So, if you're in Denver, I would definitely check that event out on April 29th. Um, If they ever come back, I'll be there for sure. There's no doubt in my mind that I would not hesitate to go back. Uh, Tickets are affordable. They're not like crazy expensive either. Um, there's not a bad seat in the house. And I, I think I just think they do a really good they do a really good job, man, just putting stuff together. Uh the casino I believe was 12, eighteen and up. Yeah, the casino was eighteen and up when we went. That's where it was at the Seneca um. No, what was it? Salamaica uh casino and yeah it was 18 and up when they came in they checked your IDs your tickets uh if you were 21 and up you got a wristband so you could buy drinks um they they do serve alcohol at those events and like I said the seating is it's very comfortable like they have just nice comfy chairs too like I don't know I was super happy with with the way it was. That was like one of... That was the first combat sports event I went to. Uh, Living in New York. I'm not close to New York City, so... We don't really get many events here. We get the LFA. Every once in a blue moon. Um, But that's really it. We don't tend to get many fights because New York State sucks when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um... What else we got? Duvet should be here shortly. Yeah, that's the thing I want to talk about. Jim Miller. I don't know. He wants, I don't know. Unfortunately for for Jim Miller, man, I just don't know. He took that nasty eye injury. Uh, what they say? I forget what it was that they said he sorry I'm just trying to f- fucking figure it out yeah so Jim Miller after he fought with uh, Alexander Hernandez the UFC Vegas 69 he uh he took a nasty cut under his eye.
1: My bad, D. Oh, all right. so D.
0: I'll send you the link. Um, but it's 16 ounce podcast. Sell my teas. No. God damn it. Yeah, it's com. I can, I'll send you the link. <clears throat> um, you can go right on there. Oh, shit, you can go right on the website and uh, purchase a shirt. I was told that with these shirts, um, order a size up. So if you're a two X, I was told to order a three X. They're order only. I do plan to have um, – I do plan to get some uh, in so I can have them. But the problem is I don't have, like, fucking three $400 to spend in shirts and just have them laying around so I can have, you know, multiple different sizes. Um, however, I did just send you the link, so let me know if you got it. However, um, I mean, if you want to just give me the money, I can always order it too. But it's right on there. You can look at the – there's hoodies. There's – right now on there I have t t-shirt and a hoodie and then uh women's tank top. But if you look through and there's like if – you, if you guys see when you're on there, if you see something like a, a, a type of design, like shirt, different type of shirt you want, like if you don't want just a regular t-shirt – or a hoodie, if you want like a long sleeve or, you know, something like that, let me know. Or if you want a zip-up instead, I can make a zip-up hoodie instead. Uh, you just got to let me know so I can make it and put it on the, the store. Um, and then I can just, right from there, I can just give you, you know. Uh, if you tell me, like if you say, if you tell me you want a zip-up, I'll put a zip-up on there. But I just went with a hoodie and T-shirt because most people only really like hoodies and T-shirts, I guess, in a sense. But I had someone that wanted, like, a woman's tank top, so I made a woman's tank top and put it on there. So there's those three items on there now. Uh, so if you want something different, just let me know. If anyone wants anything different, like I said, if you prefer a zip-up hoodie or a long-sleeve shirt or something of that sense, we can. I can get something put up there and made, and you guys can order that. Um shirts are still shirts are still $22, hoodies are 40. So, we're trying to be as low cost as possible when it comes to our clothing stuff. Um but we'll go into uh the other ad Oh, it's 20. What the hell? Is it really? Oh. Well, well, yeah, with taxes and shit. It's or shipping. I think it's literally $22. I'm literally looking at it. Oh, here we go. The shirt the shirt itself is twenty two dollars. And then after shipping. Oh, does it? (laughs) Um Yeah, see I I pay extra two for the two X. So if if you need a two X, it's an extra two dollars. If you need a three X, it's an extra three dollars, so you would pay twenty five, Derek. And then, if you need a four X, it's an extra four dollars. Yeah, I had someone order off of there, and I asked them how the shirts were when they came in, and uh, they said that they prefer to that they would go a size up. Uh, however, if you wash them, you may have to hang dry them. They're I think they're made from jersey. A coupon code? Come on, dog. <laughs> now nah, yeah I'll tell you what after I sell fifty pieces of clothing, I'll put a discount code up so if you if you can get me to fi- if you can help me sell up to um if you can help me sell up to fifty shirts, I'll come out with it with a code all right. But, uh, we, um, oh, yeah, the other sponsor. So we are also sponsored by Trainwreck Fitness and they, um, John and them boys, man, they're, they'll be up soon, and we'll get a show in with them again. Uh, but they're into the whole boxing side of stuff. Uh, check out their videos. Right now they're not selling shirts and stuff because I think he said they were in the process of moving, and they had to get their equipment back up to where they're moving. But uh, they, they're they – them guys train their asses off, him and Matt, John and Matt, um, I'm sure they wouldn't even mind, you know, helping people out either. But if you go check out their videos, I mean, help help get them some likes because they're both strong, tough kids. They, you know, they train their hearts out, man, and they're different. Um, Like I said, when when they get their clothing back up, we'll uh, make sure to put that on there. But check Trainwreck Fitness out. On Instagram at all capitals train wreck underscore fitness with two s's co c o. Um, another thing I want to mention is so a few years ago, two years ago, almost um, me and my wife lost our our newborn, and that year we did a fundraiser for Children's Hospital. Uh To raise money to help families that have to go through the same thing uh, because it's not cheap. Um, We were fortunate enough to have a lot of help from like the funeral home and, and family and friends and the whole nine. But there's some people that can't get that help. And so what me and my wife did was we decided to start a fundraiser to raise money to donate to uh O'Shai's Children's Hospital in Buffalo, New York. And so we ran that. Uh we made just over like nine grand, donated all of it to children's to help out families. Um we donated it to the NICU unit uh to help fam to help people that have to go through what we went through um be able to afford, you know, expenses. um uh, we did that in 2021 in 2022 uh me and the wife well mostly the wife but we we did a thing called IVF um and it's the way we have to have kids from now on. F- 46 more D. But uh we um we were going through IVF because that's the way we have to basically have kids from now on. Um, and so with that going on last year, we didn't put, the, we didn't do the fundraiser again because that was just a lot. We had to drive two hours, like once a week and appointments at random times of the day. And we were just busy. It was a busy, busy year last year. Um, and you know my well not that you guys know but now like my wife is due in april and so we decided that after we have this one we're going to re-kick the fundraiser back up uh so we're still planning a date for uh the event a date and time with that being said uh, I guess what I'm getting at is, is you know, we're trying to raise as much money as possible because we want to help out as many families as possible. Um, because when you're grieving and stuff like that, it, it's just a hard, it, it's hard to worry about money when you're trying to worry about other things, you know, um, your child that's being taken care of, the, you know, the whole nine. There's a whole bunch that goes behind it. I'm not going to get, you know, crazy into it, but. Basically, if, if anyone would like to donate or uh, would like to buy tickets to event, to attend the event, uh, when tickets come available, I'll let you know. Um, but in the meantime, if, if you want to donate, uh, me and my wife both have Cash App and uh, Venmos, and all that money will directly go right to the bank account we have set up for the fundraiser and all that money at the end once we're done once the event's all over uh we'll we'll roll all that money at one time we'll write them one big donation check and that's basically it so we um yeah so for that uh if you want to look at it I'll share it later but um there's a page called Liliana's Walk for Hope that is where we will be posting everything. That's where all the all the updates, all the information, everything will be there. Uh, the first one we had was it was a, a lot of success, um, and we're hoping to do the same thing because I just I don't feel like I have to help people, but I feel like after going through it, man, and, and knowing what it entails. And the times we're in, I just feel we we feel like it's it's a good time to bring it back and and go back into helping families. So if you would like to to drop a donation for that, uh, my Cash App is the money sign, the letter J and then Russinko Uh My Venmo is the same thing, but it's the at sign and then it's just the letter J Russinko R U S S I N K O. Um. I don't know my wife's offhand, but uh, if you would like to drop a donation, just send it over. Um, just put, you know, Liliana's Walk for Hope, put, you know, donation for fundraiser, O'Shi's, children hospital, whatever you want to put. Um, But as more details come about that, I'll make sure to, uh, you know, put it here and it it will we'll have it all over the place really um just cuz that's what we're aiming for we want to be able to get we, we want to be able to help so many families so uh make sure to check that page out for us like i said all the information will be up there uh if you live close by and you want to attend when tickets come available we'll have them for sale and uh yeah Duvet just texted me. He should be here any second now. Um, just takes forever to walk from the car to the, to the building because this ice storm that came in is absolutely treacherous. Like the 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 amount of ice that is taken over everything. I mean, there's people just. I don't even know if I'll be able to pull out of the parking lot, like out of my parking spot. That's how like the ice is just. It don't matter if you have four wheel drive or not. It's insane. But yeah, so I hope everyone. I know like the storm came through uh, a lot of places, like the Midwest or. I don't know if it came through the Midwest, but it came, like, through the North. It's just been miserable. Everything's covered in three inches of ice. Slippery as hell out. You can't even break through the ice when you're walking. Yeah. Yeah, my boy's sending me pictures now. Yeah, there's just electrical fires. (laughs) Trees falling down. Like the ice just came in and just obliterated everything. I don't know. Not fun. Oh, those are right from your house, huh? That cable broke down in your backyard and was on fire? Fuck that. Right? Is that a cable that started like a tree on fire or some shit? Or is that just the cable on fire? That's wicked, dude. The fire was a down line in your neighbor's house? That's fucking bizarre, dude. Low-key, that's insane. Um, yeah, but, dude, I know, like, Minnesota's, like... i seen on the news they were showing things from all over the place, man. Like, Minnesota's got thick layers of ice... All up north, I know, like Michigan got hammered. We got, I mean, we got it bad, but this shit's no joke. Damn, that shit fell when you didn't lose by. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I pulled out of my driveway to go to work that morning and fucking, I drove down the street sideways. Practically. I don't know. Hey, stay safe when you're driving out today, too. I mean, the roads are pretty much clear, but still. uh, I don't mean to laugh at this, but... (laughs) I just... Talking about the ice storm... Uh, pros Johnny, the one of the owners of GHU, he just posted on Facebook that uh, he ended up slipping and falling faster than DMX last night, and his wings and celery went everywhere. And this motherfucker's got a body print in the snow. Oh man, pros, if you're listening, I hope you're all right, man, because that shit looks painful. Oh, my God. That's awful. That just seems absolutely miserable. I'm trying to see these coming. Tree branch fell in his yard, knocked the line down, lit it. uh, Excuse me. Lit it on fire, and it was burning for like three hours. That's fucking nuts. Who, uh, I'm assuming the fire department came to put that bitch out, right? Or did you guys have it under control? Well, let's see what we got going on here. So we got going on tonight. UFC card tonight starts quite early, four thirty. Uh it's not a bad card it's actually I didn't I I looked at it, but I didn't like fully fully look at it. It's alright. It's not terrible. Um Krilov versus Spain is going to be a fun fight to watch. Jordan Levitz is on the prelim card versus Victor Martinez. I think Jordan Levitz got exposed when he fought um Patty personally. But who am I? I'm also not sold on him to begin with. But I don't know. Um I'll start going through UFC two eighty four. And we'll start with Alonzo Menafield versus Jimmy Crue. That fight I don't know. It was just I don't know how I feel about Alonzo getting a point taken away right off the rip. Um I understand he grabbed the cage and it stops some things, but how many times do we see that guys grab the cage and the ref gives them you know even on like an important part of the fight, you know, guys go to get taken down and they get you know, they get ready to get picked up and then they grab the cage. And then the ref stops it, gives him a warning, and then resets him. Uh, The ref just immediately took a point away, yet the whole time Jimmy Cruz punching him in the back of the head. And there was no warning. Nothing was ever said to him. But every time Alonzo did something, there was a warning or whatever, and then immediately gets a point taken away. I think it's the most ridiculous shit in the world. Uh, And that caused that to end in a draw because Alonzo was winning that fight. If it wasn't for that point deduction. Um, I don't know. i just not, not a fan of the point deduction right off the rip. think that shit was fucking whack. But, I don't know. Um, Justin Toffa versus Parker Porter. I knew Justin Toffa was a tough dude. And I even said I think Parker Porter was the tougher dude. But apparently... I was proven wrong in a minute and six seconds. <laughs> uh, Justin Toffer went out there and did his thing, man, you know? Good for him because I think that was huge. Um Jack Della Maddalena versus Randy Brown. I for sure thought Randy Brown was gonna sit him down, but he got submitted. Which is no shock. Um I thought Yair was going to knock out Josh Emmett. I didn't think he was going to submit him, but you know, Yair did his thing. Uh, as long as Volk doesn't come back down to claim his title, uh, until Yair has to face Max, I think Yair is holding on to that title. I don't. Th- I think he's like the third best fighter in the featherweight division. Um my personal opinion, I think it goes Volk, Max, Yair. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes. And then obviously the main event, Islam versus Volk. And oh man, do I think Volk won that fight. Without a doubt in my mind, I think Volk won that. Fuck the takedowns. You look at, we can go ahead and say, oh, takedowns and control time, sure. But, Go back and look at the Yon O'Malley fight. Damage trumps all. And Volk was doing more damage to him than Islam was doing to Volk. I mean, Volk landed 164 strikes to Islam's 95. That alone, I mean, speaks volumes. Uh... Volk threw 255 punches. Islam threw 135. Sorry, total strikes, not punches. Um, and I mean, Volk landed more. I think, Volk, personally, I think Volk should have won that fight. But it is what it is. Obviously, the judges went one way with it. Uh, they got to run it back. There's no way that stops right there. It just doesn't happen. It's not, not possible. Um. That's that fight, and so we'll go on to the Andrade versus Blanchfield card that happened last weekend. Um, well, I'm just gonna go through the main. Jim Miller lost a decision, got his eye split open. And now he's dealing with an eye injury, so I don't know when he'll be back. Uh, Marcin Prachino versus William Knight. I think William Knight's time is done, man. He's never going to hold gold in the light heavyweight division. He's just not. Uh, But he lost that to a decision. Um, Josh Parasian and Jamal Poggs went to a decision. Every fight went to a decision except on the main event. I think almost on... The, I think on the whole card almost. No, oh, there were a couple other ones. Um, what up, dude? What, are you get stuck in a parking lot? I was sit right there. I didn't move the camera to that seat, so... Unless you don't want to be on camera. <laughs> and then uh, Aaron Blanchfield... This is top notch. All right, now I'm just going up on uh, Andrage versus Blanchfield last weekend. I think it was last weekend. Um,
1: I hate transportation and traffic. And- yeah. So hate-
0: that's a win by submission on Blanchfield. Blanchfield's on the rise to the top. What up, dude? Hey. How was your vacation? It was good. Yeah. Um. Nice weather?
1: Yeah. Yeah, lots of palm trees and coronas and ice. Ice, yeah. Not this ice, but yeah. ice in a cup, no. I'm sure. Oh <laughs> everything, bro. I even had what what was it? Who's that barbecue place down there? Um Dave's famous Dave's. Oh sorry. yeah. We don't have one up here no more. So. You were what? Puerto Rico, right? Yes. Yes. Yo, you know, they sell Puerto Rican food. Like throughout like the McDonald's and stuff too. Like you can get a Big Mac with like Mofongo shit i don't even know what the fuck that is it's like plantains okay it's kind of funny (laughs) like you can get rice out of mcdonald's down there i'm telling y'all bro serious
0: that's why our fast food restaurant (laughs) sucks
1: They y'all they i at least said can i get a number one in spanish obviously and they were like oh uh i'm like rice with beans (laughs) i mean sure <laughs> and they give it like a little container. I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. Hey, fuck it, right? But <laughs> what did you recap so far? And I, I missed, <laughs> I missed a lot. Oh, uh, just
0: 284 Andrade, and then now uh, I'm going off to tonight's card.
1: Okay. Um, tonight is Krilov
0: versus Span. Okay.
1: Um, see 284. That was Volk and yeah, Islam. Is that was a great fight. I like that fight. Yeah, we need that back. You want that back? That I knew was, you I knew you would want that back. That was bullshit. <laughs> I know you'd want that. You thought you won? Definitely won. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh and then everyone's saying control time and takedowns. Jan O'Malley. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna use that fight. Anytime someone says control and takedowns, I'm going straight to O'Malley versus Jan.
1: Yeah. What I'm doing. Yeah, I mean Volk was teeing him up just as much. Even
0: when he was on his even when Islam was on his back. Yeah. Volk was still punching over the top of his head, hitting the motherfucker.
1: No, yeah, it was nuts. I didn't expect I mean, I don't know. I just I I didn't really expect that to happen like that, to be honest with you. You know it's nice, Paul versus Fury.
0: Yeah. I'm watching it. (laughs) You are? (laughs) Yeah. I wanna watch Tommy Fury get knocked the fuck out. Honestly, bro. I'm so I hate that motherfucker with a passion. Tommy? Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker talks all that shit for being 8-0, and his opponents are combined for 24, 176, and 5. So you fought taxi drivers. His Tommy Fury's debut fight was against a guy who's 10, 102, and 3.
1: Wow. This is in Saudi Arabia, right? I think so. Yes, yeah. it is. I gotta check the time on that.
0: I'm just saying, I think that's fucking... That's your debut opponent. So motherfucker has got a hundred and hundred and fifteen fights, or whatever, yeah, hundred and fifteen fights under his belt. What a sad guy! And he's got hundred and two losses. I can't accept no, that. Hell no! I cannot yeah. accept that. Yeah, no, nah, was. Uh... And he won by points. Didn't even knock the dude out. I'm sorry, can't I can't take that as serious? Nah,
1: I'm good. Yeah, I mean it was a good fight though. I appreciate that.
0: Jake Paul six and zero is more impressive than Tommy Fury's fucking eight zero.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I'll to die his, on that hill. I mean, to his credit, he said, uh, Everybody's gonna give him credit for this, though. You know that, right? I don't care. They're gonna give him credit for this one. If he beats Time Fury. Yeah, I mean, even Stephen A said it. Stephen A said, All I've been asking you to do is to fight a professional boxer. And that's fine. And he's technically fighting a professional boxer. I agree. I mean, he might be trash, but. He's a professional boxer. He's a professional boxer.
0: Because even, I mean, and I. I like I said, I don't really respect the 8-0 because he's fought fucking nobodies. Yeah. I, know, I think his he... last fight was against somebody who was like 1-0 or some shit like that. Like, that should have been your debut fight.
1: Yeah. I mean, at least, you know, Jake. Like, Jake has been in there where at least some.
0: Yeah, I mean, Anderson robot, I Silva was his toughest uh, he, test. and yeah, I still he... think after tonight it's going to be his toughest test. Yeah. But, um. Shit, sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: going to take this off. I might talk with the mic in my hand.
0: Not nah, straight. But, uh, nah, dude, I just feel like, yeah, because everyone even said, like, oh, if Jake fights any professional boxer, he will lose. So, yeah, Tommy's 8-0 and his fucking eight opponents are shit. Mm-hmm. I but mean, he's also, still a professional boxer. So, yeah. you have to give Jake his credit if he wins.
1: Yeah, but, you know, like, what I think also is that Jake's way to getting to professional level is not... Is unlike anything we've ever seen though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he does he's not doing it the amateur way. He's early like he's early He's doing it his own way. He's yeah, he's doing his it his own, own way. And that's fine. I like that. That's crazy. Like I just never thought about it like that. Like he his seventh fight, which is tonight, is gonna be against the first professional boxer he's ever faced. Yeah, and I think
0: from here on out I think it's gonna be all professional boxers.
1: It might. It might. I mean he said he wanted to be world champion. I mean that's not I'm sorry
0: be. he's not gonna be a cruiserweight world champion.
1: Oh not cruiserweight. I don't even think he's at the right weight right now. I thought they were fighting at cruiserweight. Am I wrong? I'm probably wrong. No, I know they're probably fighting at cruiserweight, but that might not be his true weight. Jake Paul's.
0: What is the actual weight of cruiserweight? One 195. Yeah, that's Jake Paul's actual weight. It is? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he he all his fights been at 195.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. Right now, yeah, obviously you can say He's, he's a big not...
0: dude, like he'd probably fight in the two hundred. 205, but his I, best bets to stay at 195.
1: Yeah, I, I think he needs to stay. I, but I think for him, like to actually, like if he's considering world champ, like talk, that's not gonna be years. But he needs to like. I mean, I don't know. As long as like he actually dedicates a boxer's diet, like the routine and all that, he can definitely pull off like the look and like. I mean, he's already has like he's he's doing the basics right now. I
0: just don't see him beating top anyone in the top ten of the cruiserweight division.
1: Oh no, not right now. That's why I said it's going to take him years. That's what I'm saying. I
0: just, I just personally like, if you know, once he gets, because I think after he beats Tommy Fury, I think they're going to rank him.
1: You're going to have to,
0: right? So, if you rank him, then he climbs up the ranks. Yep. If he has another fight this year, because it's early, he could have one more fight this year. And then if he gets an actual fight, I mean, he goes up a rank. Right now, he has to fight ranked fighters if he wants to stay ranked. Yeah. Um. He'll go up the ladder, and that, and then he'll at some point, and probably I would say probably sometime next year, late next year, he'll be fighting somebody in the top ten if he fights one more time this year and beginning of next year.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, let's just see how tonight goes.
0: I don't think he's winning.
1: Paul or Fury? Fury. I don't think fairies
0: Did you see Jake Paul say, if you beat me, I'll double your salary. If I beat you, I'd take everything? Yeah. And Tommy was beating around the bush, and then his dad said, we'll take that deal.
1: No, nah, his dad had to accept it for you, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. Tommy,
0: did, Tommy was just talking shit when Jake said that. And Jake goes, why are you ignoring my question? Answer it. He does like, that all the time. An answer. He and does then, it all the time. And then his dad, literally, Tommy's dad was literally like, yeah, we'll take that deal. And Tommy, like, his facial expression was like, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> bro, you ain't see, like... But you ain't see the first take segment? No. Stephen A. was interviewing Jake Paul, and it was supposed to be Jake and Tommy. Tommy didn't... Like, I guess, like, the whole interview was, like, Jake Paul and Stephen A. for, like, a good three minutes. Then Tommy had some technical difficulties. That's what Stephen A. said. Then he finally got on camera. He was in, like, a little ballroom, it looked like. And he talked and talked. Like, like you know, like, Stephen A. asked him, like, what do you think is, like... Like, what do you think makes him makes Jake Paul look so easy for you? blah, blah, blah. he was just like, ah, oh. he's like this guy's a bum. Uh, I'm gonna, he was like, he was like, he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish him. I was like, I'm gonna end his career and all this other shit. And then Austin A had asked was his second question, which was his last question for this guy. Okay, <laughs> his second question was, uh, Jake said that he's gonna knock you out. That. You know, he's gonna make uh he's gonna make a statement out of you. He's like, What are your thoughts on that? Blah blah blah. And this dude said, This guy, and just left. <laughs> just left the interview off Zoom. I was like Really? Something's you wrong with c- him. You can't even do press, bro? Yeah. Like, come on man.
0: He'll never be anything. Bro, that
1: is ESPN first take. That is the number one show in that morning demographic. And y'all ass didn't want to do no media for your fight? Come nah, on, bro. I don't know. All because he asked you about a question that. <laughs> yeah. If Jake Paul puts his boy to sleep, bro, I'm letting you know. I don't know if he'll put him to sleep. Oh, uh, I hope he does. I think he's going to put him to sleep. I don't think this fight's going to be I don't think on Tommy seat.
0: Fury's ever been hit as hard. Jake Paul hits hard.
1: Yeah. I don't think Tommy Fury's ever been hit that hard. Nope. No, and that's what I'm saying. So we'll see. Bro, if he, if he hits him and he knocks him out,
0: Yee, I will fucking cry.
1: Hard to be a Fury if he gets knocked
0: out, and you just see Tommy or you see Tommy Fury's dad and Tyson Fury just walk over to Jake Paul's corner and like raise his hand and like yeah you're disowned and like throw some disowned paper mints on him dude, I would fucking cry.
1: I mean at that point, bro, just go back to the Bachelor. Don't use Fury though. Don't use.
0: I would just go. I I don't know. I go do something. Work at Walmart. Go play golf. Collect collect fucking. Collect carts in the UK.
1: <laughs> oh, not the cart guard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know because that was out, my hand job. Out, hand out smiley job. stickers at the door. Nah, bro.
1: Nah, I know because that, that was my first job at Tops. I was cart guard. Go,
0: go be fucking top flight security at Target. I don't fucking know. Nah, Just nah. get out the boxer ring, dog. Nah, <laughs> bro.
1: But, yeah, Fuck. so. Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be one. Uh, But, yeah, so. What yeah. else does that card have? The the, um, the Jake Paul card? No, not that card. Um, oh, the Krilov spam fight? Yeah. There's not really m- much on it. Okay.
0: Um, Andre Muniz versus Brendan Allen, which is a good fight. Dante Mays versus Augusto Sakai, which is a good fight. And these? Tatiana Suarez versus Montana De La Rosa.
1: Hmm.
0: And then Mike Mallet versus Johan uh, Linese.
1: Okay, cool shit.
0: So, I mean, it's a good, the main event's pretty good um i don't know man we're just i'm excited because we're creeping one week closer to john jones versus cyril gone
1: yeah bro i mean you already know i'm excited
0: <laughs> that fucking card is cracked though i mean john jones cyril gone valentina valentina versus alexa grasso jeff neal versus uh Rockmanov, gamrot versus Jalen turner and bo nickel versus jamie pickett that's a fucking banger.
1: That is a banger.
0: Um What else have we we've had uh Sergey Pavlovich is taking on Curtis Blades on April 22nd.
1: April 22nd. That's I think it's a UFC fight night. That's the main event.
0: Alex Pereira is Oh, Izzy. the
1: 22nd is uh Garcia versus Davis. Yeah. Yeah, that just got announced.
0: Yeah, and then Tank will be going to jail probably the day after. That's sad. Um, Pereira versus Eddie Asanya is April eighth, with Gilbert and Jorge in the co-main. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a vanger.
0: Um, I'm just trying to see what else we got here. Um, oh, the Ultimate Fighter. Uh Ryan Bader's joining Michael Chandler's coaching team. And then Stephen Wonderboy Thompson apparently is joining Connor McGregor's team. Coaching team. Yeah.
1: Wait, who's the first one?
0: Ryan Bader. He's with Michael Chandler.
1: Oh my god. It's, and then and Wonderboy's with Connor. And then
0: Wonderboy, they took a picture in uh in their karate stances and Connor said uh, something like let's get him coach. So everyone's assuming that joining him on the ultimate fighter oh my god yeah
1: that's a hell of a guy to have
0: well, i mean they have basically the same exact stances right i mean they're like basically the same fucking people basically um chris barnett's fighting chris or uh chase sherman and UFC 287 as
1: well. Oh, Chris Barnett. Yeah, that's the big That's the best boy. Guy. That's my guy. I want to see Chris Barnett. Alright, well, did I take a picture of this shit the other day? Oh yeah. Alright. This is something
0: I want to talk about for a second. Oh yeah. Nah, this is just something I seen on Twitter. I was scrolling through Twitter and seen this shit.
1: Oh man, Twitter.
0: Uh, so, Chris Curtis. Okay. One, he's upset because he got bounced. He was the last fight on the main event on one of the cards coming up. Uh, but he was bounced he was and those last, the, like the last two fights are usually always bounced around. The only fights that are usually set are obviously the main event, the co-main are usually always set in stone. Yeah. Unless something happens. Yep. And then like the co-co main is usually set. So like those top 3 fights are usually set in stone. The last two are always usually interchangeable up until about like Friday at the latest of the day like before the fight. Chris Curtis was supposed to be the last fight on the main event. He got bounced out for Raw Rosas Jr. Now, Chris Curtis is upset about it. He said that he, he said that how did I get bounced off the main card for a child? That's fine. Call the kid a child all you want. he beat a grown-ass man.
1: No, but for me, me, it's like,
0: I just knew what he was going to say. Oh, that's all people are going to do when they don't like something. But, however, and this isn't even what I want to get to, what I've really seen on Twitter, but I just this was part, like, on there, too. Um, I just want to say, Chris Curtis is a hell of a fighter, and I like Chris Curtis. But at this point, even though Raw Rosas only has one fight in the UFC, he's he's going to draw more people than Chris Curtis.
1: Yeah, it's just because of who he
0: is and how young he is. Like everyone that's going to watch him, this kid's making history. Yeah, right. I think he's the youngest fighter ever to win a fight, a fight in, in the, the UFC, UFC. Yep. or even in like professional history.
1: That could be true.
0: So I don't. I'd have to double check on that. And then on top of that, you got so. It, I agree. He, I think Raul Rose should be on the main card, and that's fine. People can say whatever. Bo Nickel doesn't even have a fucking UFC fight yet, and he's on the main card, so I don't want to hear a fucking shit, right? Um, Raul Rose, is, I think, deserves that spot. He came in, everyone underestimated, oh, he's only 18, he can't hang with men, came
1: in there and choked the fuck out of him. Yeah, he about to graduate in a couple months, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, That'd be a hell of a way to graduate. Yeah, Your senior year involves you having two big UFC wins. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like... There's that. And then what I seen was, and this
0: this here is Sean Strickland at its finest.
1: Oh, my God. Not Sean, bro. Is Sean here? So Chris Curtis Sean answers the chat.
0: tweeted, Sean literally punched me first both times, but I'm the bad guy. All onlookers will confirm that this is fake news and Strickland is entirely at fault. So apparently they got into a fist fight. And Sean goes, and this is this is the most Sean Strickland thing ever.
1: I'm just waiting.
0: A big, angry black man rips off his gloves and runs up to me telling me I'm a piece of shit. And I punch him in self-defense. Tell me, Kurt, were you just trying to have a civil discussion? The only time he's ever gave me a black eye, by the way.
1: Well, then... Um <clears throat> So
0: Things just got hot. On that note. Yeah. Um what the fuck?
1: You tell me. Bro, I I oh. don't even I don't even know.
0: Like like I said, that is like the most Sean Strickland thing.
1: I think. He said a big black guy. I was like, "What, bro? That's how we're starting it? That's how we're starting the statement off? Like, you woke up on that side of the bed to choose violence? Relax." Hold on, I'm just saying. Oh, i was wild, find-
0: Okay, yeah. So, uh-huh. um, Sean, and this is like from like just a couple of days ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um. I'm just trying to figure it, fucking figure it all out. Uh, Chris Curtis posted a video, said, so throwback to an amateur fight where I fought at heavyweight on two hours notice, made a guy shit his brand new white shorts. Mm. Um, and Sean Strickland ret- ret- quote tweets it and says, me and Kurt have been in exactly two fist fights outside of training, and it's always been his fault. And then that's when And that's when Chris Carter says, Sean literally punched me first both times. They did that. And then someone said you physically defended yourself from verbal abuse. Oh poor you. I mean which is true. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't know. And then Sean Strickland says, Oh, lectured about being a pussy by a mask wearing beta male.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: You would be the expert on being a pussy. Oh, Listen here, guys. We got Dr. Bitch telling us when it's okay to hit a man. And then... Basically 24 hours ago, he tweets, Chris Curtis got a little salty for being bumped from the main card for a kid whose last fight was against Jay Perrin. And then it has equal sign can. I don't know what the fuck that means. Kid couldn't fight his way out of a paper bag, so I get it. We all do. But, man, I'd fight Kelvin on an undercard tomorrow... Laughed my ass off easy paycheck.
1: Dude.
0: Um I I don't know. And so basically Twitter's just like been ripping Sean, new one. And then someone said, you know, Chris has never run a business and doesn't understand that the kid brings in more money than him. Don't know how that's so hard to figure out. And Sean Trugger goes, That I agree with. Look at Sage Northcutt. Kid was the next superstar. Then they just burnt him out. (laughs) And then he goes on to talking shit. Drops the whole Chris Curtis thing and then goes on talking shit about Kelvin Gaslam. So. (laughs) Oh, wow. So I guess the reason why I bring this up is like, because there was another tweet I seen that was like Sean said, uh, or no, it was, he was replying to somebody and he was like, yeah, he goes, me and uh, Chris are good friends. But I'm starting to second guess it, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I get it, friends fight and shit, but like, I don't. If I'm Chris Curtis, after him describing me as like a big angry black man, when I'm supposed to be your friend, right? Like, at that point, if I'm Chris Curtis, I'm taking that kind of personal.
1: Throw that out the window, the fuck?
0: Yeah, I. Yo, Sean Strickland's got some fucking problems, dog.
1: A lot. (laughs) <laughs> A lot of problems,
0: dude. When I read that shit, I literally stared at my phone for like five minutes, just rereading it over and over again. I'm like, "There's no fucking way." This guy just said this.
1: There's no fucking way.
0: Then he's dropping the R word on people on Facebook and shit. Like this dude is just—he's yeah, wilding.
1: He's wilding he's wildin right now. I don't know. He—he he reminds me of Colby.
0: Had no personality. Nobody knew who the fuck he was until he started talking shit. And then he started talking shit. <laughs> and now everyone hates Colby. And that's why people... He draws in a crowd because people want to watch him get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And I feel like Sean Strickland is now in that same exact boat.
1: Bro, Sean Strickland's been there wrong. He, he's just annoying. I mean,
0: yeah, but it was... I forget who it was that he beat. Like, beat the shit out of him. He was, like, getting punched in the face talking shit. Oh, he... It,
1: it was somebody in Brazil. Yeah, I, I forget. And he was
0: like, yeah... Right here, I'm gonna fucking punch your head off or whatever. And then like that kind of got people to like him. And now it's like now he gets everyone to hate him. It's like,
1: hmm, what fuck are you doing? Had to do what he had to do. I mean, when you look at the when you look at it now, it's like it's crazy what some of these guys like built their legacy off of. Yeah, or how or got their start. You know, like John Jones just destroying everybody, so young. And then you got Connor and his whole thing. Then you got. Conor wasn't
0: that cocky to begin though. Kinda mm? wasn't that cocky to begin with,
1: no. But he was brash. No, that's just the Ireland people. Yeah, but he, he did it well though. <laughs> that's the Irish. Hey, Dana. People. Yeah, fifty Gs, baby. <laughs> that was my guy, bro. That was funny. So, <laughs> but I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I
0: don't know. I just, I don't know. There's some just, uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like some of these people just need their fucking Twitter handle taken away.
1: Yeah. Um, I was—I know this is probably off topic. I was watching something, like, over the weekend about Joe Rogan. Yeah. Like, a couple, like... I saw, like, a podcast that they were talking about... I guess the guy who trains Kamaru Usman. Mm-hmm. Bro, I didn't know this guy's his knees was that bad. Who? Kamaru Usman. Yeah. Like, his knees are... Absolutely Shot. horrendous. Yeah. The man has to walk. He walks downstairs backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That is insane. Yeah.
0: Well, same thing with Francis. His knees are so blown out. That's why he went and got the surgery done.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Derek Lewis? How did they do that?
0: Why do you think Derek Lewis has that awkward stance? His knees are blown out. Damn. Yeah, dude, a lot of these fighters, man, they don't get surgery till afterwards. Francis is the only one that went and got it in the middle of his career and dipped out.
1: That's facts, though.
0: But, like, which, speaking of Francis, him versus Bronner?
1: Hmm?
0: Francis versus Adrian Bronner? <laughs> That's what it's looking like. Please. Bronner's been calling him out. Isn't well, Bronner's gonna die. Bro. And he said he Brunner Bronner said he goes, I'm uh am a free agent now. Uh, I am sick of people telling me how to run my career, I'm gonna do it on my own. And Francis quote uh quote tweeted it and said, Um, Good for you. Not I, not word for word, like I don't know what word for word, but he's like good for you. Um I'll see you soon, champ. And had like a boxing glove with like the wind blowing. And then like a pen and paper.
1: Oh, he's gonna get scraped. He's gonna get absolutely like and demolished.
0: Then, and then the other thing was is uh, just do
1: the size and power. Let me hold on. Let me see. Um, I'm trying. I'm try to figure. Telling you, bro, that's horrible.
0: And then Deontay Wilder wants to do a two fight deal with Francis. One in the boxing ring and one in the octagon.
1: Yeah. I mean, that'd be the closest thing we got to, like, Mike Tyson being in the UFC game. <laughs> yeah. But
0: that's what he said. He goes, I'm down to sign a f- two-fight deal. Yeah. Well, they need to fight Andy Ruiz first.
1: He stopped doing that yeah, shit. I don't know.
0: There might be more money. Get yeah. But, but it's looking like Usyk and Fury is about to pop off.
1: I hope... Tired of this man ducking, man. Who? You say yeah, he's always ducking. No, nah, he's not ducking. <laughs> you know who's ducking. You know exactly who's ducking. Um, My man's trying to keep those belts warm.
0: But I know, like, I, I know it's at risk of collapsing or whatever, and uh, Fury and fucking um Wilder want to run it back again. It's like,
1: bro... Bro, don't nobody want to see Fury versus Wilder 5. Mm. Or 4. Or whatever the Six, fuck.
0: 6, 7, who fucking knows what this
1: fuck Yeah, who fucking knows that this point.
0: Before you know it, we'll be in the fucking Roman numerals because it's going to be like fight 186.
1: I <laughs> uh, don't need that shit. Fury just needs to fight Usyk. Wilder needs to fight Ruiz. You really want to
0: watch your boy lose, huh?
1: Huh?
0: You really want to watch Usyk lose to Fury, huh?
1: He's not going to lose.
0: Are you sure? Well, I'm positive. You mean when Fury's got his hand on his fucking head, pushing him back like your older brother used to do to you or whatever? He used to just palm the top of his head and then Fury's just punching him in the side of the head because he can't reach him?
1: You ain't gonna be able to do that. Just fucking. He's too slow. Doing one of these. He's too slow. <laughs> He's too slow for Usyk. Uh, no shot. Yeah, He has no shot.
0: All Fury has to do is stand in the corner. And when Usyk comes into him, he just fucking.
1: What, do his little fake ass head movement? Yeah. You can't even reach his head. Huh? He doesn't need to. You just need to hit that blubber that you call a body. Hey,
0: dude. Dad in full effect, dude. That's prime athletic shape.
1: Uh, I'm just letting you know. He gonna put work in on that body. Motherfucker gonna be doing crunches by the, by round nine. I'm letting you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> be getting up like The Undertaker.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did that before. But... Yeah. Ain't nobody ever seen that shit. Yeah, no, that was wild. I'm going to say That was funny as hell. I'm sorry. That had to be it's the so most dramatic boxing get up I've ever seen in It was life. so immediate. Like, he was just... Yeah. And then... I'm like, bro. For so, all that. It was so dramatic. I was like, bro, for
0: all that, you might as well... I will teams. say, though, him and Wilder have put on probably some of the best fights we've seen in a long time.
1: Yeah, that third fight was actually... That was the one for me. Yeah, I just don't know because we actually saw an improved Wilder. Yeah, and it looked pretty good. But I think Wilder's at his cap. It's too. It, I don't think. I don't think he can get better. No, because all the shit that he's learning now, he should have learned first. Yeah, I think. I think in
0: that third fight was the best Wilder we've ever seen
1: in any fight. Yeah, because he actually had a jab, some yeah. head movement. Well, the hey, problem is,
0: he, yeah, he can't move that fucking Yeah, he can't move his head. his head. Yeah. He's got yeah. no head movement. And that's what makes me think, like, if he fought uh
1: He just does Francis, this. He just does yeah. this all the time. Like, he thinks he's doing something.
0: Yeah, and all it's going to take is Francis throw one of them nasty-ass uppercuts, and he's going to send that motherfucker up and over the
1: ropes. Into the shadow realm. Yeah. So, well, yeah, uh, wow. Sorry, I got some. Yo, guys. <laughs> Jet lag. Oh uh, yeah, I am so tired. But um, damn. I mean, I ain't really got nothing else. You gotta beep out there like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, I know you got nothing else. But I, I think there's something that we can talk about still. So what is going on with Javante? You put me on. Like I know he had an alleged battery incident, but like he was charged with it. Oh, he's charged. with He it. was charged with the hit and run. Oh
0: Yeah, okay. when he hit that pregnant woman drinking and driving. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: He's going to jail. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's definitely going to jail.
1: Um Yeah, I'll uh Yeah, you know, I talk to you about that before. <laughs> we got off this sting thing
0: Um I'm just trying to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he pled guilty to charges for a hit and run in Baltimore. The crash injured a pregnant woman and three other people. Mm. Uh, he pled guilty to four counts um, from that. Leaving the scene of an accident involving bodily injury, failing to notify of property damage, driving with a revoked license, and running a red light. So sorry, it wasn't a, wasn't drinking and driving. It was driving without a revoked with a revoked license <laughs> and running a red light. Oh my god. Um. He was supposed to stand trial, but waived the right to do so. Um. His sentencing sentencing is scheduled for May fifth. So he's literally going to have his fight with Tank. His career is probably done. That's where he retires. Or uh, Tank has his fight with Ryan. And if he does jail time, that's probably it. That's probably his retirement. He goes out on a fight with Ryan.
1: He's charged on all four.
0: Yeah, he pled guilty. Yeah. Which means he might. He said he didn't take the plea deal. Well, who knows? I don't know, but even still, listen. If he goes, I mean, if he goes away for two years, maybe he'll come back. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I don't think he's gonna go away for too long. Just, I'm sorry, just because of. I hate money. being that guy, but you know, yeah, people who got money really don't really see a lot of bars behind. But yeah, I mean, as long as it wasn't once you said drinking and driving, I was like, oh, life. Yeah, oh. no, I wasn't that. But driving with a revoked
0: license, running a red light. I don't know what Maryland's laws are, though, on pregnant women. Yeah, that might be it. Because even though he was charged with that, like, they could still, because she was carrying another human, they could always slap the, attempted well, you, murder. you injured this person, so here's, you know. Well, no, he already pled guilty to the four charges, so none of them are attempted murder, but they could just be like, oh, you didn't, you know, you didn't even think twice about a pregnant lady. So we're gonna hit you with the max, which I think might be like seven years. But
1: yeah, like right now I'm just going to see. Like all I see is to say he punched a parking lot attendant. Well, <laughs> like what is on? What's going on with this guy? I, I don't know. I don't know if was that
0: recently. I don't think it was recently, was it?
1: Hmm? I don't know when that was. What, the... the, um, the hitting
0: the parking lot attendant.
1: This It looks like it was yesterday or something. Sure. Was know. it really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, right here. Oh, you said it. Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia with trade blows in Las Vegas late, delayed, and 13 days before the former goes to prison. So, mm-hmm. you
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely going to jail. Oh, for sure. But for how much time, I'm not sure.
1: Uh That's rough.
0: He's from New York, right?
1: You know, he's from Baltimore.
0: Is he from Baltimore? Yeah. Okay. So I maybe mean, it'll be. It'd I mean, say, but he'll be in his hometown at least, where yeah. people are gonna know him. Where, like, if he gets locked up in New York for what he did to Roly, people might want to
1: retaliate. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, bro? The only people that want to gonna have to retaliate or get retaliated on is Roly. <laughs> He like I said it like, I fucked the revoked. He was talking shit, and yeah. he had to back it up um, for a minute. He did. He went out there. He was doing his thing, and then he got fucking steamrolled.
0: Yep, slumped. Which is exactly what's going to happen in this next fight.
1: Morgan's against Ryan? Yeah. Oh, I don't believe so. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's okay. We're we're just gonna have to see. We're gonna sit there and see the results, bro. Let me ask you this: What does Tank have to lose now?
0: He's going to prison. The fuck does he care? Okay. He's going to go out there and say, fuck this. Just know you're getting your ass beat because I have nothing to
1: lose. Okay, My same, career's over. But same thing for Ryan, though. You don't think Ryan's thinking the same thing? But, I'm fighting Ryan, But Ryan's got a whole fucking... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he can always make a comeback. <laughs> no, he can't. Yes, he can. Jay. He can make a comeback. And Jay, he can't, though. Because he said, remember, he said he doesn't want to do this forever. Boxing isn't going to be something that he th- Obviously. Ryan Garcia doesn't look like he's gonna be a lifetime boxer. No, he's just not. But he can still make a comeback. I mean, I guess. But bro, like, see how you said, like, Javante has nothing to lose. Ryan Garcia, there's also a point why he has to, why he he might be dangerous too, bro. If the man loses to Prime Javante Davis, who's going to jail? Who won't even who won't even be able to build off this win? And you just have to sit there with the L. That's a little bit hard to swallow. So you I think he's gonna put money on
0: his commissary, Ryan. If you lose. Hmm? <laughs>
1: I don't know man nah,
0: I mean I don't know I think Tank's just gonna go out With a chip on his shoulder With all this shit
1: going on And just fucking Take everything out on Ryan And that's gonna be it I mean you could say that But like at the same time I don't know bro It, it just We gotta see what type of pre- What this type of pressure does To somebody like him
0: Tank's just so laid back I think he knows it's coming He just doesn't care
1: I know but like You would think Cause even in his last um His last uh, Showtime thing With uh, The other Garcia Hector Garcia Yeah they did, like, the whole um, all-access thing. Yeah. And he was talking about in there, like, you know, uh, I got to just stay away from trouble, keep my head clean and stuff. And, bro, ever since then, a hit and run that led to four charges, you became guilty, and you punched a parking lot attendant. Yeah. He doesn't care. I don't know. What more
0: trouble can you get in?
1: I oh, don't I'm just saying, like, you say that, and then after that, after you say, like, that literal thing that you want to not do. You do. Now well, the, you, you're seeing prison well, time. Well, the whole
0: hitting for someone was in
1: 2020. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, he was trying to fight it this whole time. But that's, like, my thing, though, like, I don't know, man. You know, I look at everything. And I feel like shit like that, like, you're going to go to prison, bro. I'm putting tank money line. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, hey, I said I'll sync with my shit, bro. I'll put 100 on fucking Ryan Garcia, and then that's it. We'll see.
0: I don't know, man. I'm I'm rolling the tank train until proven wrong.
1: Sure, that's fine. But I mean I don't know, bro. I just I just think it's gonna be (laughs) I just think Ryan Garcia won't get him eventually. I don't know. But other than that, I mean yeah, you right. Yeah, so just to give y'all a little rundown, today has been wild i am like i don't know if you see that my eyes are red but i'm like real tired (laughs) uh i picked up a shift today you know did like a little three hours to help help out you know had to go to best Buy to get my laptop for school then i got stuck in traffic accident traffic (laughs) and then i got here so it's just been a wild wild morning so that was the reason for my late arrival but other than that i was still happy to talk some of that I just wanted to tie UFC 284 for sure, because I didn't want to miss that. So but so you think they're going to run that back? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Because, wait. I just saw that Oliveira was getting ready to fight somebody. Yeah. But now Darush. (laughs) Darush. Yeah, Yeah, Darush. What do you think about that? Before we leave, what do you think about that one? That was what I wanted to ask you about. Because I saw it.
0: This is literally, this fight here is like the UFC's prize fight. Word? Because... Oliver is always an underdog and the UFC hates him. Yep, and Derouche is Darush mistreated. Is. And, and Darush. Darush is mistreated and hated by the UFC yeah. as well. But people like him. <laughs> uh however, um the UFC's going to be happy no matter who loses, but they'll be way more excited if Oliver loses and I think Darouche wins.
1: <laughs> you think the you think Derouche is winning? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've
0: we are I, on the fall of Charles Oliveira.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know me. I never bet against Ben U. I picked him his last fight. I would take him. I'll take a money line. Mm, yeah. Take a money line. I just, I'll, I'll be so pissed. I'll be I'll be real upset if I was a guy who put $100 on Darush and he just loses. And you're just like, fuck this Oliveira, dude. <laughs> I mean, even if Olivera loses, you're gonna be like, fuck Olivera. But you know Oliveira how many times, like, you know, you know Oliveira. like during his title run, do you know how I many you know how much money that boy had kept from
0: people?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be wild. If you just I'll put money on I'll put money on Der Rouge, but if I lose a hundred dollars, I'm gonna look at people and be like Never again. Yeah. Never again. But sure, yeah, I just wanna get your thoughts on that one. But yeah, bro, um that's what's next week? You got anything next week?
0: We'll just recap this And then uh, That weekend is John Jones
1: Oh it is Yes Yeah yeah, yeah. I'll Your be Jones away next gone. weekend By the way Huh
0: So I'll be away next weekend
1: Yeah you good I'll, I'll
0: th- be Be at Splash Lagoon Last little hoorah Before the new baby's here
1: Oh yeah enjoy that Yeah Enjoy that I went to Splash Lagoon like Twice in my life I I'm about to be 25
0: So that's crazy. Yeah, we're going to take the kid.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Go have fun. So I'll be going for the weekend. It's kind of crazy, bro. I've been to Cedar Point, which is in Sandusky, like yeah. three times. And I've, I've been, been to Splash, twice. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to that either. Cedar? Yeah. Yeah, I went there I went there for the Halloween Fest. They had like the mazes and haunted houses with the rides and shit. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I got to travel more. Yeah, well, shit. Yo, I actually like the Saturday recordings too. So. Me too. Hopefully. I'm saying, so hopefully, man, maybe we do more Saturday episodes and shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, uh, I clearly need to go get some sleep. <laughs> um, and Jay helped it down today, for so that's a real one right there. But yeah. we're going to be back here next week because, you know, we got the Jones and Gone. Yep, I'm sorry. I can't wait for that one. I, that was one of the fights I called when we first started doing this podcast. That's just crazy. <laughs> now I'm going to go back to one of the old episodes and just find the part where I said this. And I could be like, <laughs> Man you're pestation bro But yeah so Um Yeah That's really it That's really it for me That's it for my boy Jay So yes, sir y- Y'all already know Enjoy your Saturday Be safe
0: yep. Don't get in no trouble Yeah. Be and cautious of the ice Fuck yeah
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah If you live up here yeah So This is Duvet signing off
0: And Jay Later